Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Drunk women Solving crime. <laughs> I am your host, Katie Wilkins, Detective Sasshole. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I've just, on my walk up here, spilt my gin all the way down my arm. Oh! So, yeah, <laughs> this is the only crowd where you can get sympathy <laughs> for a self inflicted foolish. What I find is it's more fun to just pour it on other people. <laughs> weird kick out of it. <laughs> As I passed the woman as well, I just walked past and went, <laughs> It's one of those things if you have like a slight interaction with someone in a restaurant, it's like you have to do it every time you pass them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, so I'm joined, of course, by uh, Detective Asshole Taylor Glenn. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And uh, little old detective butt stuff over here, hey. aka Hannah George. And I'm gonna do. I'm ta- I'm taking it old school. I'm gonna do. This is where this meets this. Yeah. 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 All right. Strap in. This is where Bailey's meets bailiffs. Yeah. That could be an ITV One daytime show, <laughs> couldn't it? <laughs> we're bailiffs, but we're alcoholics. <laughs> we just take what we want. <laughs> 
We, we will pitch this later. We will pitch that tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> this is where Prosecco meets prosecution. Oh. Oh. Could have gone either way with that one, but yeah. <laughs> you, kept it, like, you kept it highbrow. Very this good. Is, this is where I find out I can still read. So that's <laughs> um, and this is where Moonshine meets the Zodiac Killer. Oh. It's right. a true crime podcast with a twist. Oh, I should just bring on the guests now. Bring her Sounds on. Sounds great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the fantastic comedian Daisy O. <laughs> Daisy! Daisy! Welcome. Hello. Hi. How Hello. are you? Good, I'm good, thank you. Hi. Excellent. <laughs> I'm delighted you're here. I'm going to ask you a slightly traumatic question. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? Have I ever been a victim of a crime? Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> don't know why I'm so excited about it. <laughs> yes, I have, I have. Uh, so part of this story, it sounds a little bit dramatic at one point. So just so you know, spoiler alert, I'm fine. Like, I survived. <laughs> just okay, don't want you to panic. That's, I appreciate um, that. Yeah, I just, you know, there is one little bit where you're like, ooh. Um, so basically... A few years ago, when I was living here in London, I was walking home from a gig and I stopped to get chips at a chip shop near where I lived because, well, of course I did. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. living my best life. <laughs> no explanation needed. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, when I left the chip shop to walk home, one of the men who worked in the chip shop followed me home. Ooh. Oh. I know. And then, and this is the dramatic bit, he pushed me <gasps> into an alleyway oh, near where Jesus. I lived. And then he grabbed my breasts. Now, obviously, that is not funny. But <laughs> when I told my mum this story, who is a tiny Scottish woman who's quite brutal, <laughs> I told my mum what happened the next day. And she was like, oh, my God, Daisy, that's terrible. How did you get away? Yeah. And I was like, well, basically, mum, I lost my temper to such an extent... <laughs> he ended up running away from me. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to which my mum went, all oh, right, I see. Ladylike as ever. <laughs> ladylike oh as ever. God. There's not a ladylike way to be attacked. Jesus, wow. yeah. Could you lose your decorum at such a moment? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. But then, God, I hope he's okay. <laughs> God makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> we're supposed to be the fairer sex. <laughs> Can we not even be dainty when we're being attacked? <laughs> but what um, what was also ridiculous was I wasn't because I I'm 35 now. So I kind of grew up in a time where men were just a bit more like grabby, like in and my early twenties. And it was sort 20s. of okay, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, it wasn't okay, it but it was Katie's like. <laughs> Katie's yeah. an incel, guys. <laughs> you need to know this early on like, about our Katie. Right, by which I mean, the culture at the time was much more permissive, and we yes. were dickheads if we had a problem with it. Exactly. We it understood what you meant. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I liked it. <laughs> Just actually made me feel really special. <laughs> um, I knew where I stood. And 
But because I um I wasn't quite sure whether what had happened was a crime, so I emailed the police like I did oh, an wow. online call. <laughs> this story has everything I love. Sorry, continue. <laughs> it was like a really apologetic, like, um, I don't want to bother you, but like this man, maybe it's a thing, like if you want to look into this. So then they phoned me immediately, because obviously it is a crime. Yes, yes. <laughs> And then a police officer came to my house the next day to take a statement. Wow. But then he asked me, when I said this man worked in this chip shop next to where I lived, the police officer asked me how often I went to the chip shop. Oh, no. And I, oh, I was a bit like, no. who's, like, I'm the victim. Do you know what I mean? Like, why am yeah. I? I'm not on trial. <laughs> and then I got really distracted and embarrassed about oh. how often I did or didn't go to the chip shop that I started really over-explaining oh it oh. and kind of lying. I was like, oh, I mean, I never go at all. So it's really rare. <laughs> and then, bless him, he just stopped writing, like stopped taking the statement. Just for a minute, let me ke keep explaining how I didn't often go to the oh. chip shop, which he didn't believe. Like, he's a trained police officer. He knows when you're lying. But he just waited and then was like, okay, well, that's not... Well, it's not really the important part. And then just took the rest of the statement about the actual crime. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah right. Um, oh, my God. It's like, it's like the what you were wearing, but what were you eating question. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, it was that battered sausage she was asking for yeah. it. Like, fucking hell. It's like, yeah, when, when will women learn that getting chips is very flirtatious? <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, and was was I mean I was gonna say was he ever caught? But you know exactly who he fucking was. So did anything yes, ever come you've of got, it? Yeah. Um. So no, because <sighs> there wasn't there wasn't enough evidence to go to court because they did have him following me on CCTV, right, but yes. they didn't see the did actual they, moment. Did they talk to him about it? Did he? Yeah, get a, did he, he got a got, visit. He got arrested. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he got oh, arrested. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. All but right. then, but then nothing, because you know life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. but, but do you know what though? Sorry, that, I feel like I really made that really sad right at the very no, end. No, 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 no. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what, what I yeah. like about that. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, Katie. Wait, let me finish. Um, there is. <laughs> listen, wait to hear what I'm going to say. This is a really good positive spin. Um, <laughs> no, no, wait, wait. Okay, so what's good about this is there is they, the fact that they arrested him means there is a paper trail for this guy. Yes. Now, he is in the system. He's got a previous... Oh, guess what he did to this woman? He's on. There's a record. There's a piece of paper. So now, if he does do this again, which I'm going to presume he is, mm. they can be like, oh, you, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's in the system. So the next woman, she's more believable. Like, you've helped. <laughs> but and you, by eight but or ten women... <laughs> They might believe. But, but that's what and I mean. It's justice. like, you've done the right yeah. thing, and the right thing happened. That's good. Yes. For yes. This. Like exactly. Taylor says, the tenth woman. The tenth might, woman yeah. will be believed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yay! Yay! yay. Justice! It's like, I can't <laughs> fucking believe you got asked how often you go there. Yeah. I know. I'm so, I mean, I, of course I can believe it, but I'm yeah. so angry about that question. And do you know what was worse was that I gave him so much detail because I was like, <laughs> oh, but like I'm a comedian. I work at night, so sometimes like I forget to eat and then I go to a gig and then I have oh, to have chips. No. And he was like, okay. Like you were doing <laughs> You oh should never God. have to justify your choices. <laughs> well, Let so me tell you why I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> have you... Um, why my stomach 
America's digestion the previously digested food. Chill. Fuck you, humans have to eat. Um, have you been back in the chip shop since? No. I have been back in chip shops, just not that but particular not that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we always ask on this podcast, what would you say to the perp now? But I sort of feel like you might have already, you've given him a piece of your mind, but would you, is there anything well, further you would... I think, do you know, I'd like to say that I'd say something like really profound and meaningful, yeah. but I think I'd just tell him I think he's a piece of shit. Yes. 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 No. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Simple, classic, to the point. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Name yeah. of my sex, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we know we've done it too much. Well, you know what? Thank you for sharing that, and I feel like we solved it a little bit. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> cheers to... <laughs> Here's to making a fucking fuss. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you did all the right things. Thank yeah. you. Um, also, big fan of your mum. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Already, you. I'm just like, oh, yeah. just, if you've got any more caucus from her, just yeah, sprinkle yeah. them in through the night she's like a, her. She's a brute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, it's why I don't worry if people heckle me. I'm like, what's the worst you're going to do? Yeah. <laughs> do you know Good luck. Yeah. You can't with anything yeah. worse than my mum's already said. <laughs> me. Tell me you get a real job again. Do you know what I mean? I am sure. You are ready for this shit. <laughs> well, um, so we are going to solve a true crime. I have the details. No one else does. But just to let you know, which you, you know this, I'm reminding you, have a little think if you've got any uh, listener crimes of your own that you would like us to solve. Um, and at the end, we're going to get somebody on stage and you win a bottle of Prosecco. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, if... Technically you know, might be cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terms and conditions apply. So anyway, have a, <laughs> have a little think. Have a little quiet think. <laughs> don't, don't need to share it with the group at the moment. Um, and now we are going to do some okay. true crime. <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. This The force case. is strong. I feel it. It's a strong force. Oh, yeah, and also, we need... We haven't got a detective nickname for you yet, Daisy. Okay. Kind of want detective ladylike. Oh. But, like, oh. just, like, you're, like, taking it back. Guys, but, I'll be honest, backstage, I thought it might be, like, detective big boobs, so <laughs> I'm glad that we're going with ladylike. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Right. Detective decorum. Detective decorum. Oh, that's a... <laughs> That's oh, nice to say, but it's adorable. Like oh, it's how you do I couldn't read that your was, face. That was so sweet. No, no, okay. no, I, I'm with that one. Yeah, All right, we've trumped it. Right, Detective Decorum. It sounds like a Channel 4 show as well. <laughs> Sit down, I'll it tell also, you how to do that better. If I ever, like, did start stripping, that would be my stripper name. Nice. Do you know I mean? nice. It's a very Decorum. versatile nickname, actually. Well done. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, here we go. We're going to start this case in Southern California. How hot. Hey. I was working my way <laughs> through the American accents, and I think I nailed it. Oh. I'm from California, eh? No, it's not, is it? That's not California. Um, okay. And I'm from the Oil of White. <laughs> like, <laughs> just to put that into context. <laughs> I mean, so that was spot on. So <laughs> I nailed it. That was a, that okay, was a pretty we... solid burn. Um, <laughs> it's so right. sweet when you say it. Though. It's a really solid burn. <laughs> well, what, is, 
I say? To prove of that. Right. Uh, now, on January the 21st, someone files a report that something has been stolen from their home. The item in question is estimated to be worth about one million dollar bucks. One million dollar bucks. So my question to you is now, what has been stolen that is worth <gasps> one million? Is it a Peloton? Peloton. <laughs> I'm just thinking Southern California. We have Peloton. That's a great okay, guess. Okay, Peloton. I'm going with Peloton. Beat Peloton, guys. You've said Southern California, but not mm-hmm. the city. Is that on purpose? Um, is it in... Is, are we in Hollywood? It's my question. This is going to come up later, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, we are in Hollywood. We're in Hollywood. Mm, and a, a million dollars. Yes. I think it could be... Fancy art, because you know that yes. way artists get away with things. Do you know what I mean? Because like sometimes art, like honestly, true story, go to a gallery. Sometimes there'll be a painting which is nonsense, and it's hundreds of thousands of pounds uh-huh. because you can trick incredibly rich people. Yes. So I think fancy, fancy bad art. Fancy, mm. fancy bad art. Love it. Uh, I mean, along similar lines, I'm going to go with uh, Jennifer Aniston's false nipples from Friends. (laughs) (laughs) They were art. (laughs) You can't tell me that wasn't art. (laughs) I would pay one mil for those. (laughs) Would you like have them in a glass case or would you wear them? (laughs) Column A, column B, Anna George. (laughs) I would just wear one. It's kind of cold in here. <laughs> I don't know well, what the weather is today. <laughs> the, uh, the point goes to Detective Decorum. Hey. Ooh. The, uh, the item in question is comics. Oh, oh okay. nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this is technically an art heist. Um, now, I'm going to get into yeah. the specifics of the comics in a minute. Uh, oh. But a quickly, what year do you think this is? Ooh. I feel like, I like <laughs> you know, like cave paintings. They're kind of comics, guys. <laughs> so uh, it could be any time from then. All right. I'm going to narrow it down a little. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think maybe the 80s, mid-80s. 80s, yep. love it. Okay. Hmm. Detective asshole. 1956. 1956. Yes. Okay, Detective Decorum gets it again. <gasps> By being the closest, it is the year 2000. Ooh. So recent. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now we, we, I mentioned these are very rare comics. So we've got, what? there's three comics. Mm. One of them is the very first Superman comic. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. I've heard oh. of him. I've heard of that guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, it's called Action Comics Number 1. It was published in uh, March 1939, and its condition was graded 9.0 by the Certified Guarantee Company, which, as I'm sure you all know, <laughs> is, uh, is the leading service for evaluating the quality of comic books. Duh. Uh, is that out no. of 10? It'd yeah. be really weird if it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's out of 14. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so it is basically the highest publicly graded Superman oh, wow. uh, in existence. <laughs> Do you know that my grandmother went to primary school, we would have called it elementary school, uh, with the creator of Superman? Really? Well, one of the, so there were two. Like Ohio. his mom. <laughs> no, <I'm> 
I don't understand comics. <laughs> you know Superman's mum? Oh my God, what? <laughs> Patty Kent? <laughs> okay, oh, so Patty's great. She's great. <laughs> she makes amazing cookies. That was the most high-profile one stolen. Uh, there was also a, one called Detective Comics, number Ooh. 27, which is where Batman first makes an appearance. Blimey! Because wow. we've got, have we got, it's, if, have we got Marvel and DC there? Or is it all, both DC? Because Superman is DC. Okay. I just, I named both of them, so. <laughs> and that was tough. All right, and we also We don't have... know where they were stolen from yet. Oh, we're going to get them, Okay, my I'm friend. sorry. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't uh, being a dick who okay. hadn't listened. Well, a dick who hadn't I mean... <laughs> okay, and we also have Marvel Mystery number 71, which has some characters too. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> so, as we've established, to even own this in the first place, you're going to be pretty rich. We're in Hollywood. So, whose house has been robbed? Oh. Okay. I'm going to go with Jennifer Aniston. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's got right, all yeah. that nipple money. Right, riding high on that from friends. Sure, it's 2000. So it's 2000. I'm... So they're going to be a bit like of a dork, can't they? Because well, they the could. I can't, I can't <laughs> <Sorry>. reveal. <laughs> Sorry, no. I mean, they'll be incredibly popular with lots of friends. So, um, <laughs> my mistake. Um... <laughs> like a donkey Hollywood person. Do you know the man in Jurassic Park? I'm not good with names. <laughs> um, the one... Sam Neill or... No. Attenborough? No, he's got... <laughs> <laughs> you can't mean what Jeff Goldblum. What a dork. Do you mean Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's Him. not. It's, okay, good answer. You're like the oh, hottest... But, but no, right. Hottest hey. man ever. Yeah, well... <laughs> you he... say dork, I say yes. Right. <laughs> Have you, have you not? Who has an answer? Me. So we're looking oh. for a rich virgin. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm, I, lo I, I actually do love comic books, so I, you cannot possibly be a geek if you like comic books. So okay. I think, I think, I'm thinking it might be. Oh, depends when they were together. Were they together in the year 2000? Because I think it might be Brad Pitt. Oh. And didn't he go out with that one? <laughs> <laughs> she, he did go out with that one. Okay. <laughs> you guys are. All wrong. Oh, oh <laughs> damn it. Okay, the correct answer is Nicholas Cage. Yes! Oh! Oh, yes. my God! Oh, it's Nicholas Cage. And I've written, I've written a little bit. Right, get ready for my bit. <laughs> I, I bet Nick Cage sure wishes he could face off. <laughs> Whoever stole his comics and make them leave Las Vegas on Con Air. <laughs> And go back to raising Arizona. Oh. <laughs> Thank it's you. incredible. This is the warmest audience in the world. <laughs> you not only put up with that, but you some of you clapped it. <laughs> and, and I thank you. Um, okay, so he Nicholas Cage bought Action Comics one or Superman one as let face it, uh, for around £150,000 in 1997. One of my sources said 95, so somebody's lying. He bought it from this guy, Stephen Fischler, who owns ComicConnect.com. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that. <laughs> uh, which is the largest, world's largest retailer of comics. Um, and it's worth way more than that now. That is just what yeah, that's Nick Cage paid then. Doesn't Nicolas Cage notoriously have very... 
up and down finances, I think is yes. what they yes. say. So I'm just wondering, like, what films was he in around this time it that he suddenly made an investment? It depends what marriages he was in at that time. Ah. Because I think a lot of his financial woes comes from the man loves, you know? He loves people and they... Doesn't I mean, do prenups. Doesn't do the old prenup. And I heard somewhere, I'm not even sure where I heard it, that like for every film he does, he asks for a million pounds and every day I roast chicken. <laughs> like he has a roast chicken on set every day. And I'm not sure who told me and whether they said, like, don't tell anyone. That's <laughs> like Nick's private share. But I have a Nicolas Cage thing too. Go. And also you're going to have to just not tell anyone. Can we all, how many people are in here? 125? Just, can we just all sign an NDA about... Or I can feel our producer going, don't do it. <laughs> I want you to do it. <laughs> What's it about? Uh, I spilled my drink. Did you fuck Nick Cage? No. <laughs> no, my, my roommate did. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. I was impressed that your auntie knew Superman's mum. This is fucking great. Patty Cat. <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Like, when he would swing into town, town being New York, my roommate used to sleep with him. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so God. sorry, Katie. We got crime to solve, but... <laughs> None of the questions that I have are going to be as exciting <laughs> as that. Nick Cage is known as being a fan of comics. Do you guys know any tidbits of information? <laughs> That, that, that are examples of him being a fan of comics. <laughs> I mean, I know that he, it was um, Tim Burton, he was going to play Superman and they got really far with it, oh, that they yeah. had the script. I watched an entire what? documentary about Nick Cage's Superman. They, no he, was, he was like in the mm. whole kit, they were going to do it and it was one of those films that never got made. Yeah. Yeah. So he loves it, so he did that. Okay. Other fun fact though, because he didn't get to be Superman, he now always wears the costume underneath his clothes. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's kind of awkward at dinner parties because he'll just like open it and then people have to go like, very good, Nick. Like, enough now. Yeah, so that's what happens. Mm. Uh, it's true. 
Um, any advance on that, Taylor? No? No, I didn't okay. know about the Tim Burton Superman. That God, the yeah. darkest version of Superman <laughs> ever. It's just Batman, but like... Ooh. Might not be Tim Burton. It was someone. Wow. It was someone. <laughs> someone it goth Superman is yeah. what the world needs. <laughs> okay, he kryptonite. named his son oh. Kal-El, which is Superman's kryptonite name. Yes. Ooh. And he changed, because he was born Nicholas Capella. Capella. Mm. He, he changed that name to separate himself from his famous uncle uh, to Cage, but he... It's Coppola, by the way. Just oh, Coppola! Case. Yeah, he just in case people were going like, who's Capella? Who's that guy? He's a cappella? Al Capella. He sings all the time. They knew who I was. That's fine. But he changed I actually his name. didn't know he was a Coppola. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And okay. he... Guys, who were up to no good. Um... <laughs> Bitey McBitterson couple. He based his name on Luke Cage, which was one of his favourite, um, which was the Power Man, the oh, 70s yes. hero, who was, I think, one of the first African-American comics. And he got sent to prison for a crime he didn't commit. And then he said yes to experiments, and then he had super strong skin, and then he became a... Oh, in the comic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to move us along. Sorry. The yeah. comics were in a glass frame on the wall, oh. and it is suggested that he didn't even know, because he reported it on the 21st of January, but he'd had like a holiday Christmas party. And so it could, so there's some speculation that it was somebody at the party that stole it, and he didn't notice for three weeks because they were in frames on the walls. Oh, um, sorry, how did he not notice because they were in frames on the walls? Because he lives in a massive house. And well, that's a really big house, though. Like, because <laughs> surely if it's on the wall, you come you out for it. breakfast and you're like, Something's oh, missing. Superman's gone. Yeah. You know I, mean? <laughs> I guess it was in the wing of the house where he doesn't use that bathroom. I, I don't Can I know. just say, you would, know a, you would notice a missing frame, though, before you would notice the artwork missing in it. If you're passing it every day... I mean, yeah, yeah, but I don't have... I, I mean, Especially I if you run your hand across the wall, Smooth. We're like... I'm invested in the story, but equally, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I care less about someone on a human level mm -hmm. if they have like wings to their house. Yeah. <laughs> because even if you lose a comic, I'm like, you'll probably be fine. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just a, it's just a big colourful storybook, you know. Yeah. <laughs> really. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I think that really hurt the feelings of someone in the audience. I'm sorry. It's it's art, real art. <laughs> well, it's, it's 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 art. It's first edition, and it has sentimental value to him because he loves. But you're right. Sure. It's hard to connect on a human level with someone that doesn't <laughs> notice that their one million pounds art is missing for three weeks. It's yeah. almost said that that's the type of person that gets to own something of that value. Mm, I would yeah. say is, is my little observation. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because the people that would appreciate that the most, I'm not saying that Nick doesn't love his comics. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like people that have real passion about it are the ones that deserve to have that first edition and sure, maybe they can't sure. afford it. All right. I just want socialism <laughs> for comics. <laughs> okay. And yet I want them to be worth a lot of money. <laughs> In the meantime... Uh, <laughs> He gets the insurance money. There's this detective on the case, Dr. D Doctor. <laughs> detective. Dr. Detective, Donald, I know him. I can't pronounce his surname. I'm going to call it's him. It's Coppola. 
I promise. <laughs> That's a solid burn. Oh. And, um, I'm going to call them detectives on old. Anyway, it's really hard to find it. They've got no leads. And then in 2002, they get an anonymous tip-off <gasps> that this comic is in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> now they That's issue closer. <laughs> they get so it's in a safety deposit box. Oh, I hope it's at John Travolta's house so bad. <laughs> 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 they get this search warrant for the deposit box, and they're like, "Yay!" You know, it's in Memphis. I'm, you know, paraphrasing. Um, <laughs> and then they go and check it. They check it out. And sad news, it turns out to be a fake copy. Oh. Now, the book is just a replica of the cover wrapped around something else. Question, what is it wrapped around? <gasps> Yellow pages <laughs> from the audience. That is a thick comic. <laughs> Beat that, guys. Oh, what is I mean, it wrapped I around? feel like it's someone is doing a sweet burn on him because it feels mm. like you're very much, that's so planned yeah. that it feels like it would be maybe divorce papers or something. <laughs> But I feel like you don't go to that effort to put a fake like front on something and yeah. put it in a okay. deposit box, tip them off. Yeah. It's like an extravagant, you've been served. Yes. <laughs> okay. I like that idea. I like the idea it's a notebook underneath and it just says your mum. Do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Was it the Bible? No, it was not the but none of okay. you are right. The correct answer is a catalogue for women's underwear. <laughs> which is so back to the future too. I can't <laughs> tell you how happy that makes me. And you can't um, put a you can't put a price on that. You can't. It's a good but Detective Donald is better than Martin McFly. He checks under the cover. And um yay. He uh, he works out that that is not the real one. Uh, he is he's a good detective. Um, the storyline just no. So he's like, you know, <laughs> they're, trying, they're trying to defraud us, but no. Uh, now, there is a much longer version of this story that we don't have, not because I haven't written my case properly, but because it, there's too many twists and turns. It's not for a 40-minute to an hour podcast, depending on how much salacious things get edited out. Of, of yeah, this, this is going to be an eight-minute podcast <laughs> when it goes out. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry, but you're um, not. <laughs> this is classic sorry, not sorry, because the audience are having the, the scoop. <laughs> Come to a live show if you want to hear what got taken out. <laughs> Use your imagination. It turns up in Connecticut, basically, at some point. Um, and there's, this, there's also there's this renowned art thief at one point. And there's this whole twist where there's, there's this identical comic that got stolen from a billionaire's safe weeks before cages. <gasps> One got things. Oh, so it's an epidemic. There is this oh. genuinely, um, and there's another actually, knockoff got stolen. No, another real one got stolen. To, like so, basically, oh, somebody was one. targeting. <gasps> Do you think it was the guy that wrote it and he like noticed a typo and he was like, "I've I got to get the, all of those fuckers back." Yeah. yeah, but there is a podcast called Stealing Superman uh, by Dana Schwartz, which goes into this in a lot more detail. Uh, so, if you're interested, go and listen to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Turn, turn off this podcast and <laughs> no, don't. Uh, so anyway, uh, now question: How many years is the comic missing before it is truly found? 
Wait, seven how, from the how long was it before he noticed it was missing? It was three weeks. <laughs> oh, just three weeks. Yeah. Okay. And then by the time that the fake one was found... So we got five, we got seven. What do you guys think? I think it was more recent. I okay. would say like... 15. 15 mm. from Detective Decorum. There is no way there's been 15 years since 2000. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you you are sorely mistaken. 20, 2012 it was found. Okay, 2012. 12 years. Okay, we've got 12, we've got 15. I reckon 2020 because Cage is in lockdown, he can't go and get it. It's the most frustrating time. Okay, <laughs> so you think 20 years? 20 years, I think. <laughs> Wait, so hang on, what wait, did he... Wait, he, he didn't lose it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't misplace it. So it's classic what victim blaming. Wait, sorry, Katie, I have a question. <laughs> what, why, why would he find it in 2020 if he couldn't find it the 20 years before? Uh, he's got, like, more time on his hands. Like, some people okay, made sourdough, no, some people... My mistake. Yeah, fine. Okay. <laughs> right, who said 12 years? I did. Okay, you get the point. Yay! It is 10 years. Oh! <gasps> Um, doesn't so feel like a point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. For the, for the listeners, Taylor nearly knocked her glass over and did a save that was just art. <laughs> Some uh, people like comics. <laughs> Some so people in, like heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your art. In April 2011, the issue finally resurfaces when someone bought the contents of an abandoned San Fernando Valley storage locker and they oh. found it inside. Yes! <gasps> so. Imagine! Yes. Like, storage wars. Yes, this is what it is. Hold storage hunters. Oh my God, hold that thought. The guy from the American Storage Wars pops up, but not oh. yet. So, this guy, <laughs> there's this collectible guy. Um, <laughs> Collect all guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like that in my early 20s. <laughs> you got to get them all. Um, I'm non-committal man. <laughs> Collect all five. So he's in the Simi Valley and he's contacted by a man who said he found what was later discovered to be Nick Cage's comic book in a storage locker. And this guy does not want to be identified. He wants to stay anonymous. Um, so according to Detective Donald, this unidentified man buys the locker's contents through the American auctioneers, a company based in Riverside. And then this other guy knows that it's valuable, but he doesn't know it's stolen. So he reaches out to Fischler, who I'm sure you remember is the guy that owns the comic thing, which is the world's largest thing of comic... Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, so Fischler is the one who had originally sold it to Cage as well. And so he gets sent photos of the comic and he recognises it as the stolen one. <laughs> There's a lot less breasts in this one. That's really, <laughs> really weird. So he contacts... I liked that underwire, the, uh, that villain. He was great. <laughs> it was a great reimagining. Um, so he, he contacts... I was the... padded out a bit. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Sorry, Katie, go on. If you're quite done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait. No, I've not got nothing else. <laughs> All right. But if I touched my own bra, I'd have another pun, but I haven't. He contacts Detective Donald. Uh, now, Fischler is based in New York, but he's like, look, I'm going to get on a flight to California. We're going to do this. Now, it can be difficult to identify an exact copy. Question, why? Yes. If the other one was stolen, maybe they haven't got anything to compare it to. Okay. Or had he written, like, Nick Cage inside? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of... Basic drawing, right? Like, 
<laughs> well, wouldn't it be easy to replicate that compared to, oh, I'm just going to dig a big old hole here, so I'm going to stop talking. I have a comic book-based question. <clears throat> okay. When you say this, surely, though, a comic book's not all identical, so would you not... Am I being stupid? Well, we like, know if you what issue it was. There book, are no stupid questions. Oh, well, brace yourself. <laughs> but, uh, <they're, laughs> but what I mean is, like, when, they, prove you when wrong. they bring out a comic, it's not one book they pass around, so there must be lots of comics which yes. are the same. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like... <laughs> so Do you guys know? Because I feel like you know. You, you have profiled a man with long hair there, is what you've done. <laughs> Jeez, Louise! I I'm have sorry, not. sir. I have not. I can tell you have knowledge of you this are world. No, you are nodding along, to be fair. There may be misprints with discrepancies, but they're generally the same. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> For the listeners, there may be discrepancies. No, wait, I've already lost For it. For the <laughs> listeners, he said there's misprints with surprises. <laughs> But they're usually the there same. There can be misprints and discrepancies. Okay. Misprints that, and that discrepancies. That is um, a good answer. Um, the, <laughs> but the answer that I was looking for, why it is difficult to identify an exact copy, is because although it was mass-produced, there were no serial numbers on the early <gasps> copies. Oh. How could they be so foolish? <laughs> so, <laughs> Detective Donald and Fischler were able to identify this comic uh, through markings and aberrations, basically... What our friend at the front has said. Wow. Um, you so better know your shit to be. Yeah, able you have you have to, and they'll be you know they'll be logged like what has what ones. Oh my and um, <laughs> <laughs> have we checked what has what ones? Okay. <laughs> but also, there's like this guy has got on a plane to identify a comic, which is such a light-hearted. Let me identify the body of the victim. Yeah. 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 Does it have a scratch mark in the corner? Yes. <laughs> Nicholas Cage had a chalk square. <laughs> <laughs> but but so ding it's a match they're happy so now this comic is in the possession of the LAPD and it is seized stolen property because it's an ongoing investigation question what does Fischler feel the need to tell the cops that he's not a nerd actually <laughs> it's actually Nick Cage is, is the big nerd um, I don't know I feel the need does he tell them about the... Because I'm thinking about the insurance now as well. Like, he's already had okay. that insurance money. Yeah. Good. Um, or does he tell the cops, literally, do not even fucking read it, dude? You know, in the way that sometimes the cops do the cocaine and it's in the, the room? Yeah, sure you know do. what? <laughs> you know ding, that. Ding, ding, ding. Sorry, you guys don't get to answer. That is correct. Hey! Um, sorry. What, the base... Oh, what, sorry, what was correct? So... <laughs> 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 it was like, don't open it. Don't fucking touch don't it. Don't touch it, okay. So, yeah, Fischler says that the book is very condition-sensitive and that it would not be a good idea to take it out and read it. Oh, my so gosh. Does it just dissolve? Well, basically, I think he's picturing them spilling donuts all over it. <laughs> and, like, he's, he's correctly stereotypes. They the might, though, to be fair. Yeah, but exactly. You've got you to at least tell them, right? Yeah. Um, now, who technically owns the comic book at this time? Oh, is it the insurance company? It is the insurance company. Oh. Uh, so oh. it's legally the property of Nicolas Cage's insurance company uh, because he got the payout. But Nicolas Cage wants it back. Sure. So he actually, um, he's trying to get custody of it, but, you know, it's slightly complicated. <laughs> 
Genuinely, you guys can't raise this book like I can. That is the film he hasn't made yet. Raising Superman. Yes, please. So he doesn't know, right, if he's going to be given back the, the book. Love but, it. So he, he's the way I can. Honestly, Taylor, Taylor. I can teach a thing that it's never known. Mate. Your next question. So he gives out a, a statement, right? Mm. Question, what does Nicolas Cage say in his public statement about how he wants... And Taylor's already answered this, so... <laughs> what does Nicolas Cage say in his statement that he wants his comic book back? What does he say? What, like, just uh, as in how emotional he is about yeah, it? Yeah, what does he say about it? I mean, yeah, he would go... I think, yeah, he would go really... He would... He wouldn't say, it's a, co it's a comic book, and um, let's be completely reasonable, um, it would be nice to get it back. Yeah. That's not, I think, what he'd say. During lockdown, every, we had a thing called the isolation cage. So oh, During lockdown, I watched, <laughs> over Zoom with some friends, I've watched 67 Nick Cage films. <laughs> um, so I'm not saying this night is triggering for me, but so I feel like right now, I'm just like, I've, I, just, I feel like I know the man too well. I feel like he's part of my lockdown experience. I feel like he's a friend. <laughs> so I like to think he said something really reasonable and meaningful and beautiful because Which is? I love him. Um, oh, okay. All right. Fine. I just love him. We're moving on from you, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like to go another way. I like to think that he'd be a bit more passive-aggressive, maybe sarcastic. Okay. Ooh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like okay. a statement. Or maybe just that thing where he pretends he doesn't even want it. Like, <laughs> give it back to me. Don't give it back to me losers do you know what I mean and then oh, okay, like you know, keep it if you need it you have it you know right. I like to think he like mean girls them yeah okay <laughs> or like I rip it up into four different bits yeah <laughs> <laughs> and some for you yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. truly manic that's what yeah. I'm hoping for I'm yeah, gonna, yeah yeah I'm gonna read you it's a very brief statement I'm gonna read it to you now he said it is divine providence that the comic was found and I am hopeful that the heirloom will be returned to my family. Oh. That, to be fair now, could be a little passive-aggressive. <laughs> Do you mean that? Because did you say divine confidence? Divine providence. Providence, wow. bloody hell, like Jesus got involved. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, is, Americans, yeah. sorry, but I think Americans can be quite religious, so... <laughs> a little bit, just a little. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think if he brought in God, that's the passive aggression to get it back. Yeah. He's no, like, I, God I wanted disagree. me to have the comic, so if you want to upset him, be my guest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very, you're right, it's, there's a very grandiose yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, vibe to that. <laughs> All right, now, question, does Nicolas Cage succeed in getting his comic back? We've got yes and we've got no from the audience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, got, thanks for leaving something for us, Jess. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean, he's getting a million pounds and a chicken a film. He can do one film and get it back. He's getting it back. All right, all right. Back, yeah, so yes from Hannah, yes from... I think no. No from no. Detective Decorum and... Oh, yes, I yes. think he must have okay. his baby. Yes, he does get it back. Oh, thank God. Now, I mentioned... <laughs> Wait, you, you guys mentioned Storage Wars... Auctioneer Dan Dotson from off of American Storage Wars helped broker a deal. So that's any Americans listening will be like, oh, yay, that guy. Um, so, so he gets it back. Question, what did Nicolas Cage do with the book once he got it back? 
Oh. <gasps> this is when it... <laughs> we got lost it from the audience. <laughs> There's one thing I haven't done to you yet. <laughs> Does he put it in a bigger frame, Katie? Okay, a bigger, bigger frame? Oh, bigger frame. He either really chills the fuck out about it and he like lets his son read it, he reads it himself, he's kind of like, do you know what comics are here to be enjoyed? I love them, this is why I love them. Mm -hmm. What, you know, money is just, what's money, hey? You know, maybe he does that or he literally puts it in a fucking sealed cage thing. Okay. Cage, yeah, so <laughs> it's in a sealed hey. Nicholas cage. <laughs> For a fun pun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Daisy. Uh, I think he would like do something quite wild, like maybe set it on fire, teach everyone a lesson about whoa. like capitalism. Oh, yeah. whoa. Oh, okay, you know, like, yeah, what's great is none of that you would put past him. But <laughs> like, that would none, be very simple. None of you are correct. He sold it. Oh, that's worse. After all that, he sold it. I don't, and again, you said you can. What? Who is he married to? What's his cash flow situation? So basically, he sold it at an auction for two million one hundred sixty-one thousand pound dollars. Dollars. Which was the highest price ever paid for a comic book at the time. Uh, beating the previous record of one point five million the year before. Uh, fun fact. The comic in 1939, the cover price was 10 cents. Wow. wow. Just um, goes to show. Mm. But so this, that basically... <laughs> <laughs> that rounds out our case. Let's raise a glass to buying crazy shit. Yay! Yay! <laughs> now... Have you all been thinking very carefully and quietly about any crimes that you, <laughs> carefully, carefully. you might like to Ooh, share with the group? I see a hand at the back there. Oh, I saw Ooh, someone had their knee patted there. Right there. <laughs> wait, 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 but there's somebody quite near the front with their hand shyly up in the second row. You're nearer, come on up. Hey, hey. sorry, person at the back. What's your name? Evie. Evie, Evie. hello. Um, what's your crime? Um, well, I'm slightly worried now because my friend that I came with um, told me it was a good idea to put my hand up for this um, because she knew this has happened to me and now I'm worried that it's actually not that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, well, tell us quickly. I'm sure we'll love it. Well, I if I don't, I'll pretend. The thing is, is I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with the end of the crime um, and then we'll sort of work backwards because I think that makes more sense. Basically, someone crashed their car into the side of my house. Oh, wow. Wow. okay. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's yeah, it it makes more sense if you work backwards from there because I live on quite a quiet <laughs> You live on a, like a third story. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the penthouse! No, I live I live on a, a cul-de-sac, um, which is like three lanes back from like any main road. I live opposite a church. Um, oh my goodness! Like, it's not somewhere people are like, you know, drifting their <laughs> yeah. sewers around corners. <laughs> 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 um, um, and my house faces like the wrong way for anyone to crash into it. Wow. So I was sat, um, because I'm quite boring. Were I you was... in when it happened? Yes, I was, sat, I was sat in my living room. Oh, got, shit. You know, curled up next to me, had my pyjamas on. It was, you know, like 8 p.m. I was debating going to bed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, you're living the best life. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. And basically, suddenly, the entire side of my house, like, 
shook. Whoa. Whoa. And all of the wine glasses that I'd used for like the last 10 days and had washed them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. in my kitchen. Um, and my dog went mental and I was like, what the fuck? Has my, like, has my microwave exploded? Um, has my boiler exploded? I was like, no, I wasn't using the microwave. Um, like, oh my God, so <laughs> like that. But genuinely, there could be a gas leak if your boiler exploded. Someone crashed. I have a... No, I think she thinks it could have been that. That didn't happen. Is no, that no, right? No, that, did, that didn't happen. <laughs> I love like, that. Oh, oh, you're like, your microwave oh. at the same time? Sorry. <laughs> this before I check it out. Yeah, before I panic. <laughs> I'm oh. relaxed Yeah. Um, and I sort of got up and walked into the kitchen and sort of <sighs> looked at the destruction and was like, yeah, I haven't got a clue. Um, and then there was a knock on my door and this woman was like, I'm really sorry. I've crashed my car into your house. And I was like, shit. Okay, what? <laughs> this is amazing. Um, and yeah, it turned out that um, they lived on... So, I don't know how to describe this, to be honest. Um, if my front door faces the audience, um, where they crashed into me came from, like, that way. Okay. Yeah. And it turned out they'd basically, like, rolled their car off their driveway. Oh, my <laughs> God. And it had rolled, like, down their drive oh over God. the road, through my fence, and into the side of my house. My house still has a massive dent in the wall. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And it took, like, days for people to come to remove the car. I got evacuated by the fire brigade. That was great. <gasps> yeah, no, I'd be like, carry me! <laughs> no, no, it was really awkward because um, they basically said, we're not sure if it's structurally sound because they were like... Um, if yeah, we they got to the... check it and stuff. Yeah, because they were like, if we move the car, we don't know if the outer wall's actually going to come down. So what they said was, what we're going to do is someone's going to escort you in so you can pack a bag for, like, a week. And I was like, okay, but what the fuck are they going to do if the house falls down? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Solid question. At yeah, least yeah. two people are getting buried. Yeah. <laughs> and then he came up with me and literally stood in my bedroom while I was packing a bag. So basically I packed no underwear. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yay>. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly... Such an opportunist. <laughs> I thought about it and I was like, no, nah, it's awkward. <laughs> so I packed like I packed no underwear. I packed about three different pairs of pajamas. Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, like, you know what your week's looking like. <laughs> Um, and like one random talk, so I was like, what if I need to be fancy on this week that I don't know that's going to happen while I'm away from home? <laughs> it was the most random shit. <laughs> and then they put, because you know, they put like that, like fireman tape around things. Yeah. yeah. Going in. Well, they put that all over like my garden and my house, but they put it ar across the front door while I was still in the house. <laughs> 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 so I opened the front door to come out with luggage and my dog um, and had to do this like weird limbo out. They put it, I've got like a... I've got, like, We're a sorry, ma'am, something's happened I'm here. I'm sorry, I'm also... Uh, I'm aware that this story is really going on, but it was, it was traumatic. No, I know. That is... I'm... I'm is there more? This is such a brilliant story. <laughs> but we have to finish. Is, is, there, is that... Did they catch the person? Wait, wait, wait. Um, wait, wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> the, the person lives opposite. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I need to pay attention. <laughs> Would you like some Prosecco? I'm so sorry I cut you off. That was brilliant. I was bored shitless. <laughs> oh, what a moment of a woman being like, oh, well, this is going to suck, but... <laughs> I know. Right, Amazing. we have just enough time. Daisy Earl, tell us everything. What are you up to? Where can we find you? What do you want to play? Where does your mum live? <laughs> <laughs> Where can we talk to your mum and get insulted? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you that after the show. Um, it's a private service, but... Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry, made my mum sound like a prostitute. <laughs> she isn't. Um, fun twist, no. Um, uh, you can find me online at Daisy Earl Comedy. And I have a show at the Brighton Fringe. Ooh, what's in May. it called? It's called <laughs> Thank you. It's called Daisy Chain. Um, I, oh, I know. <laughs> nice. I haven't written it yet, but I think it. <laughs> so I can't tell you what it's about, but okay. I think it will be funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah. May's far enough away. That's yeah. the best plug I've ever heard. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This thank has you been for absolutely me. fantastic. Thank you very much for coming out to Come see Drunk Women. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter, on Facebook and Insta. We are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.